0: To Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. What it is, what it do, welcome to Fresh Take and your Wrestling Podcast. Joshua Adam, William Arbuthnot not here for a solo, your wrestling podcast. And, man, it's, uh, it's been an interesting, I think it's been about 12 hours or so now. Yeah, just about 12 hours as I'm recording this. Since the end of SmackDown and the wrestling world flipped upside down. And the wrestling community doesn't often agree on everything, right? There is a, a lot of disagreements. There is a lot of tribalism. In this industry, specifically with the fan base at times, right? We've seen it, especially with AEW and WWE fans not getting along. And last night was one of those few times that everybody agreed on something. And that was seemingly looking like Cody Rhodes moved aside. So The Rock could take the spot that we all wanted for Cody Rhodes. And now we're going to get Rock and Roman at WrestleMania and seemingly Cody and Seth, seems because of the CM Punk injury, Brock Lesnar being pulled from Mania, being in the now federal case of Vince McMahon, and that has put the Mania plans upside down. So let's kind of go back to the start here. At the Royal Rumble last Saturday, no, we haven't done a pod yet on the Royal Rumble busy week here, and I plan to do a solo pod, so here it is. But nonetheless, we have the Royal Rumble. Cody beats CM Punk, and it throws out CM Punk. We do find out that CM Punk tears his triceps, in that, and then we'll get to Punk tearing his triceps. But they made it blatantly clear in that match of Cody pointing and being like, You! Roman Reigns! You! I was like, okay, so we're going to get Cody finishing the story. Everyone's like, that's great. Now, at the time, we did not know that CM Punk had torn his triceps. That didn't come out, I would say, until about an hour or so. People saw the Future Shock DDT that Drew gave Punk, and the speculation on Punk's injury had begun. Later, I think it's a Monday afternoon, we get the confirmation that Punk has torn his triceps, and that his mania dream is going to be dashed. Punk had a phenomenal, probably his best promo since returning to the WWE about that he's not going to be there, Drew gets a nice heel heat, and we're good. We go to a segment later where Seth comes out when it seemingly looks like Cody's about to pick Roman, and Seth cuts a phenomenal promo, talking about how the World Heavyweight Championship is the Worker's Man Championship, how it has the Harley races and the Dusty Roads, and that the WWE title is the Hollywood title But then we come flipping to Friday night, and Cody goes, that's the title that Bruno San Martino won. And he could have gone Bret Hart and others that won that, but he goes that Bruno holds that. And I want to come back to that Bruno part, because I did find that interesting. And I don't think people have talked about the Bruno part as much about all of that with that promo. So it goes on, and now Cody has this whole thing, which he kind of talked about last year, that I'm going to take everything away from you. I'm going to take, and he talked about that last year, right? He said the Usos are going to leave you, and then Solo's going to leave you. So I don't know if that's part of the grand plan. There's this whole talk that the elders, uh, the Samoan dynasty, sent Solo to protect Roman, but then Solo's going to side with The Rock, and maybe there's the Solo tournament mania. I, I don't know. But seemingly, Cody does everything in this promo on SmackDown to be like, yes, I am coming for you. I want to take you out. I want that title because that's the title that Bruno won. That's the title that was snatched out of Dusty Rhodes' hand. And then it's pulled. And he's like, but I'm not going to do it at WrestleMania. Which is like, you're not? And then seemingly The Rock comes down. And we're getting Rock and Roman. It seems to be a press event on Thursday in Las Vegas. So they're trying to sell tickets for that, for this press event. So obviously that'll do good because The Rock is box office. There's no denying that The Rock is box office. And I And I do before I move forward. I have to remind myself and wrestling fans that WrestleMania is for the casual viewer. It is not as much built for the hardcore wrestling fan. It is built for the casual viewer. It is built for those fans that every year there's two events they watch, which is the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. And specifically Wrestlemania when it comes on. So now they're going to see The Rock and they will watch Wrestlemania. They don't know anything about Cody and finishing his story. But they see The Rock and they're going to watch because The Rock's involved in it. And as crappy as it is that you don't go and reward the fans that are there for you. 364, for that one in the 365, they reward the fans that they are trying to bring back into the product and getting the rock is part of that. They have this Netflix deal, and they wanna try to get as many eyes on the product right now because they have five billion reasons why they want that. So I get it on that side for the business. Now, for the story side of things, which is important, there is a story here, and I do talk about the casual fan and why the rock is the draw, but there is a story that I do feel like that is built in with Cody, that you did feel last night has drawn attention, you know, sure, you have Cody lose last year, and I thought Cody cut that great line in the promo too, like, I had you, closer than anybody else, I had you, because he hits, you know, the dusty elbow, and he hit gold dust move, and then he got the crossroad before Solo gives him the spike, and you figure he's just going to hit the Rhodes dynasty, and then he's going to win, and it's crazy, too. Like, if you just would have had Cody win last year, all this could be avoided right now. All of this could be avoided because the Rock and Roman just needs to be the head of the table. It does not need to be for the title. Yet here we are. It's going to be for the title. And there's a lot of reasons, too, why they're going to do Rock and Roman instead. Roman's going up to get his 1,000th career victory. They want him... To pass Hogan. That is very, very clear right now. And here's my thing. And I've been saying this all along. If he's going to pass Hogan. Then why the hell not is he just going to pass Bruno San Martino. If you're going to go this far with it. You might as well have him pass San Martino. At this point. But I do feel. Within tonight. You are going to risk a little bit of drawback now. With your audience. Because you are really playing with emotions and playing with tempers now. Because no one, no one in their right mind thinks that The Rock is going to beat Roman at Mania. Nobody does. There's no suspension of disbelief. If you had Cody, there was a suspension of disbelief that Cody could have beat him. Right? And you'd be like, well, you know, there's, there's the Hogan thing. And there's the thousand victory. And there's all these things that Roman should win and probably would win. But there's just a, oh, well, Cody can't lose twice. He's going to finish the story. And now we come into Mania. Not a single person thinks that Roman is losing to The Rock. Not one. Rock's not going to come in and win this title. And it just elevates Roman to this next level now. And I and I don't know how good the match is going to be. Rock was blowing up in giving Jinder a spinebuster and a people's elbow even before the people's out, but just from the spine buster, he looked blowing up. So he has two months now to to get into shape. It, again, it's a big match, but I, I don't know. You know, you look at the parallels of all these, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40s of those WrestleManias, right? And you look at 10 from everything that happened at WrestleMania nine, which the parallels to WrestleMania nine, when Hogan took Brett's moment have been used quite a bit online from what we're seeing uh, but Brett gets his moment at WrestleMania ten, and then we all know what happened at twenty. We're not going to talk about that asshole at twenty. Then we see thirty, and Brian gets his redemption at thirty. And now here we come at forty, and everybody wanted Cody to get his redemption, and Cody's not going to get his redemption. And sure, he beats Seth and he gets the World Heavyweight Championship, and great, but I don't, I don't know. I just don't know if that's going to... I don't know if that's going to feel... I mean, he should definitely be a champion. You know, when he came out to confront Roman, in my mind, I was like, man, Cody is such a super-duper star. Like, it's crazy how over he is. And you're you're seeing it, too, just from the reaction online. The YouTube video with Roman and Rock has 67% dislikes. It's it's wild. So, Cody versus... I almost wonder do you have seth win that match but then does that hurt the royal rumble i i mean i get you got yourself booked into a corner but here's here's my thing too like you know apparently rock was really pushing for this match with roman really really badly and they're like oh they were going to do it next year and now all of a sudden with the punk injury happens but you know sometimes i feel like you just stay with the plans you had you know you figure someone else instead for the seth match and you have someone like Drew right now that is so hot and doing fantastic things as a heel right now. And, you know, in my opinion, you have Drew face Seth. You could do a triple threat match. You could, I mean, I wouldn't have had Sammy lose clean. but You could have had Sammy into that moment. You could have built up, will Sammy get his moment with the world title? He had the tag moment at WrestleMania last year. Can he get the World Heavyweight Championship? There, I mean, you could throw Andrade into it as well. Just be a good match. But then ultimately you have Drew win. Drew gets his WrestleMania moment, which helps escalate the punk program, and saying that he did live the dream the punk never got to have. And then Seth can go away, rehab the knee. He can get better. You have Drew with the title. And then you have these programs with Drew with Cody, Drew with Seth. When he gets back from the injury, you can do a Sami Zayn feud. You can do an Andrade feud. But ultimately, with Drew, you want to build up to Punk. And maybe you do that match with him and Punk at SummerSlam. And you can keep the title on Punk. And he can go in to WrestleMania as the champion. And then you could have, say, like a Seth win the Rumble. And you have the reverse of it, right? Of saying, Seth lost the title and he's climbing back up. Because it almost does make more sense of Seth to dethrone Punk than Punk to dethrone Seth. And you can have that whole story of Punk came back does the feud with Drew, knocks off Drew, gets maybe another feud in between there, and then you build up and have Seth win the Rumble next year, and then you can still do Punk and Seth with Seth chasing Punk at this point. Or you can even do Seth and, well, I don't know if you want to do Seth and Cody because you still want to probably get to Roman. That's why this whole thing is idiotic. But that seems like a much better level of storytelling, and then you still get to have Cody and Roman, and you have Cody win. The storytelling is far better there, where now you're going to have Cody and Seth. Let's say Cody wins that. So how long does Cody hold that title? Because I do think the ultimate plan is to still have Punk headline Mania next year. So now you look at the parallels. Is the plan for Punk to come back and he'll get his revenge match against Drew if Drew resigns? Or is Punk coming back now to ultimately face Roman all of a sudden at WrestleMania? And and look, that's a year away, and we're a long ways away from that, and obviously Punk has to stay healthy. But I do think the storytelling overall is better there. You know, Rock and Roman is a great match, but there is no long-term booking that goes there. You know, we'll build up for two months. It's a great match. It's a big match. It's box office, yada, yada, yada. But then Roman beats Rock, and he can just put that onto the list of what he's been able to do, of his accolades, but then what? Then what do you have? You, you have nothing after that. You have another year of make-believe Roman with the title and beating everybody and nobody thinking that Roman's going to lose a match. So I guess the only other possibility that we have here, and he's not advertised this is Roman, is that we do Cody and Roman at the chamber in Perth and that The Rock screws Roman out of the title there. And you can say there was an agreement between Cody and The Rock that Rock doesn't want the championship. He's got championships. He's going for the head of the table. Because then all of a sudden, now you have a suspense of disbelief there. That, if you do that, I, I don't know exactly who Cody is then challenging at Mania, if he does win that title at Perth, I, I have no idea. But you can go back to the Seth and Drew and Sammy or whoever idea. But I don't know if that makes any sense there for Cody to win that at Perth. The whole thing leads to inaccurate storytelling now, and you're not making your fans happy. You know, your fans are very direct, specifically with again how they answered on YouTube. With how they wanted it. And again, like I said at the beginning of this, it is very infrequent how often the entire wrestling fan base agrees on something. And everybody agrees that they wanted Cody and Roman. So this has set everything ablaze right now to Cody should finish the story. Cody's gonna be on Monday Night Raw. He's also advertised for SmackDown. Nothing's been made official. So, you know, the WWE now has the next 24 hours now, 72 hours actually, to get to Monday night and either try to feel like the best way they can talk about Cody facing Seth now or make a 360 and say, oh, well, Rock's the special guest referee. That's what's happening. But it's still – and I've seen that it's like, oh, well, this is just a swerve because Rock's going to be the special guest referee and they're going to build up to Rock and Roman next year at – but that doesn't make sense because now Cody said the line like just not at Wrestlemania so him now backtracking because like, ah, actually it's Wrestlemania so that that line alone now has taken away any idea of Cody facing Roman at Wrestlemania so uh, and it leaves the question now too for me of I think Drew is your hottest act outside of Cody right now so what are you doing with Drew because he's done the Gunter match and I believe that's going to be Braun Breaker that's going to face Gunter now with Brock out of the picture. So I I was very excited for this WrestleMania card. And it's still Mania, and I'm still going to be excited. But now there's a lot of questions left in the air, right? Rock and Roman is going to be a spectacle. It's going to be one of those WrestleMania moments that we'll never forget. The stare down was great. And I'm appreciative of that because I did want that match. I did want Rock and Roman. When Rock said... He wants to sit at the head of the table on that early January promo. I got excited. And I wanted that match. And I knew it could only be for WrestleMania. I did. So I'm excited for that. It's just not the right time. There's parallels, too, to being in Philadelphia. And that's when The Rock came out to endorse Roman at the Rumble. And things didn't go so well. And here we are again. The Rock must be like, what the hell do I have to do with this guy? Because every time I come out, the fans turn on me for anything with Roman at the wrong time from the, the rumble support to now doing this and coming down and doing the stare down. It's just the wrong time because that rumble people wanted Brian to win. And now people wanted Cody. And if you remember, that was the infamous Hunter came out and said like, me and my friend Stan are going to cancel the network. We're not canceling the network. No one is. Everyone is upset right now at the booking, but We're all going to stay with WWE. The interesting thing is that you you had... This is the first time Hunter, as a booker, has had this much throwback, right? We, We had this for decades with Vince doing the booking lately. And that's what made a lot of people sway to AEW. And with AEW a month away from Revolution, I do wonder if this is a prime time for Tony Khan and AEW to sway back some of those fans that were into AEW but became... More invested lately in WWE. So that'll be very, very interesting because this revolution show, you potentially have Okada coming. That could be the big announcement next week that Tony Khan has. It sounds like Mercedes Monet is hitting there. So you have the draw Mercedes Monet. You have the Sting retirement. So you have things that you're building up to as a W, and you've been waiting for a chance to bring back in that WWE audience that had. Left, and maybe with everything here with the booking with Cody, you have that opportunity. It's going to be an interesting next two months, and I do think AEW has a chance now. Like Dynamite this week now will be very interesting. Like I said, the, the promo on Monday will be something to see, and the uh, press event happens the day after Dynamite. But we'll see what TK's special announcement is and how much that draws in people. If it's Okada, I... I don't know how much Okada will draw in the casual fan, but, you know, fans that were in between of AW and W, someone like myself, right? Like, I still love AW, I still watch AW, but I have found my AW vi- viewership has gone a little bit adrift lately. But, you know, you had an Okada, you had a Mercedes, you had some good storylines going on right now with Swerve, although I do think he's a little bit directionless as far as, is he a heel, is he a babyface? got to figure that out, but... You have the MAC stuff coming down the road. AEW, I do think, has a chance now to swing back some of those fans against WWE. Now, make no mistake about it. That collision against Mania is still going to get crushed. Mania is still going to be a draw. There's still interesting and exciting matches that we're going to get. We're going to get that Usos match, I'd assume. Bayley and Io now confirmed. Uh, Rhea and Becky more than likely happening. Seth and Cody will be a good match. We've seen it three times. It's been great. But, you know, the interest in there, it, it, that's the thing too. Like, you had these two matches potentially before the Punk injury of Seth and Punk and Roman and Cody where there was an idea that anybody could win in those matches, right? Like, Punk could beat Seth or Seth could beat Punk. Who knows? And then there was the, well, Roman could be Cody or Cody could finally win it because, you, like I said, with Roman, again, he's coming up to his 1,000th victory and getting close to surpassing Hogan. So you could have had that, and then obviously Cody finishing the story, then you have Punk, the full redemption, does he win the title of Mania? Or is Seth going to beat him, and then Punk becomes a heel a little bit more, and becomes hungry, and now you're in a situation where, for your main events, they seem very obvious. Like, I was assuming right now that Cody is going to win the title out of all this because they're like, well, we do this stuff with Cody. The least we can do is give him the World Heavyweight Championship. And then they will have Roman lose to The Rock. And, I mean, if the idea is ultimately to build the next year and do title for title, I don't want to see another title for title. We just saw this three years ago with Brock and with Roman. And you need a secondary title. You need another title. You need another title for these two brands, for them to fight for so I, I don't know if I like this winner-takes-all, Cody wins all the gold type of stuff. I want him to win the WWE title, the title that Dusty never got. And it also kind of goes that he could have faced Seth this whole time. He stayed far away from Seth and the title the entire time. And again, I go back, sound like a broken record, but and I know the punk injury has a factor to it. But, you know, pointing at Roman, it's like, you, Roman Reigns, so... It's going to be very interesting. We'll be back with your wrestling podcast this week, and we'll have a a full discussion about everything. By that time, we'll have seen Raw, we'll know TK's announcements on Dynamite, and we will be on the road to elimination. That's the other thing now with the Chamber. So we seemingly have our two championship matches with Seth and Cody and Roman and Rock. So what are the Chamber's? I mean, I'm assuming one is the women's chamber that will be the one that Becky wins to face Rhea. I have no idea what the men's one is. I'm assuming it's going to be something for the IC title or the U.S. title, and maybe they do it for the U.S. title. But now I look at the U.S. title, and they're really building up KO and Logan still. And I thought the entire idea of the time was... That it was going to be L.A. Knight. And so they're still going to find for something for L.A. Knight. Who wasn't on the show tonight. Neither was A.J. So I don't I don't know the direction that they're going to go with that as well. It, it Hunter and the booking staff has some things to figure out with this card. Now at this point. I think Eo and Bailey will be really good. Um, Becky and Rhea will be good. Usos will be good. I don't know what the direction for the tag titles is. I'm assuming. I guess it will be Judgment Day. Versus... Miz and our truth And the other interesting thing is, too, like... Do you just have Priest cash in on Seth? Like, is Priest and Cody more of an exciting match now? Do you... I mean, if if you wanted heel heat to another level... You have Cody win that title of Mania. And then you have Damian Priest come and take the title away from Cody. And you build up that Cody had his moment very momentarily and that priest takes it away that's something to keep an eye on so we will we will see what happens like i said we'll be back this week with your wrestling podcast but i wanted to get on here for a minor emergency podcast to talk about the decisions and where everything is going because man i i'm still kind of flabbergasted by everything and like i said the one thing out of this is that wrestling fans don't often agree on the same thing and we are all kind of in agreement right here. Rockin' Roman, box office, great. It'll be very cool for the visual. It'll draw in the casual fans. I get that. We will see where everything goes now for the direction of Mania. So oh and I, I guess just a few quick things. Um I do like the one thing they're doing with the free agents. It does add a nice layer to everything you know when you had andrade sign with pierce and then you had tiff and naomi sign with aldis and now you know we have jade as a free agent we have braun as a free agent so i do like this direction that they're going of not just having talent to show up adding like an actual dimension of free agency that you get in sports and who's gonna go where so I really like that idea. I'm assuming Braun is going to go to Raw and if we get Braun and Gunther, that'll be a really really fun match at Mania. And I'm happy that Tiff is on the main roster. I think it was time for her. I just don't know where she fits in at Mania. I guess there's a maybe a multi-woman's match for her and you know also you just can't get everybody on to WrestleMania as well. It's it's the unfortunate matter of Everything, But I think Tiff is going to showcase off a lot on SmackDown. I'm assuming Jade is going to be on SmackDown, and I assume that would be a singles match we get as Jade and Belair. So that's a match I'm excited for. We will get some fun and good matches at WrestleMania, but the match that we all wanted was to see Cody finish the story, and I can't emphasize enough as we wrap up here. You should have just had Cody win the title last year. Because all this could have be avoided right now. Cody would be an even bigger star holding that title this entire time. And Roman vs. Rock for the head of the table is the story. The, the title is not the story. It's not about the Rock winning the title. It's about the head of the Samoan dynasty. That is the story. And I hope they do some cool things. Like I hope they bring back Rikishi in this. And other Samoan heroes like Afa and Sika. I hope they bring them all back and really tell this story of the Samoan dynasty. And that Vegas press event is going to do game busters. But as where we are today, February 3rd, early in the morning here, you know, a lot of people were upset last night. A lot of people are still upset this morning that Cody's not going to be able to finish that side of the story because we were all very invested in Cody doing that. I always say let it play out. But like I said earlier, you know this idea of Cody winning this and then doing a title match with Roman, title for title match, I've seen those, and I'm over those. I like having the two separate titles. I don't need a title for title match. And we just saw one with him and Brock at Mania two years ago. I I don't need any more title for title match. I, I like having the two separate world titles. It's working fine. And Seth has done such a good job of bringing this title back and making it mean something. At least before Roman kind of dumped on it and Cody kind of dumped on it. You know, he said, again, like that's the title Bruno won. That's the title that I want, but I'm not going to go for it. So we're going to need a hell of a promo from Cody. I thought Seth did a good job talking about that title. So we're going to have to up it up a little bit more. And we'll see how everything goes I'm on Monday Night Raw this week. And excited for whatever TK's announcement is on AEW. And we have NXT pay-per-view coming up on Sunday. So because we didn't do the show with everybody this week, why don't I just give you the quick preview for that right there? We have the Dusty Classic, which is Corbin and Breaker versus Mello and Trick for the NXT Tag Championship match. Um, I'm going to go in that one with Mellow and Trick because it does look like Braun is going full out main roster. So I will go with that. Uh, Valkyrie and Roxanne... I think it's so interesting with Roxanne right now. I wonder if this is the moment for her or with Valkyrie. I'll say with Valkyrie wins it. Obafemi, who's done fantastic work, he retains. Dragunov and Trick. I'm going to say Dragunov returns here, although it would be interesting with Trick if he has the title and then he faces Melo for it. So that's going to be interesting. I mean, we're definitely going to get Trick and Mellow at the Mania show. So I'm very divided here. Let's say that Trick wins this. I mean, if Derek Draganov can come off of Faith Guthrie, that'd be great. Then we have a six person tag match of the family versus OTM. I'll go with the family in that one. And then we have DiJack versus Joe Gacy, and I'll pick Die Jack in that. So it should be a fun show. Uh, we're going to see, like I said, a few call ups that are coming out of this. I think the the match of the night, you know, keep an eye on Dragon off and Trick, and see if Trick can get his moment, and the dynamic that's going on with him and Melo, but I ultimately do think they're building up to that match, mini-weekend, and again, I don't know if you even necessarily need the title for that match, I'm not 100% sure, but I do see Braun and Corbin losing, as fun as the dynamic between the two of them has been, because Braun is obviously coming up to the main roster now, and I do believe he's going to be facing Gunter, Unless it is Dragunov, which would be unbelievable. So should be a fun Vengeance Day show and uh, hopefully get some wrestling fans a little bit happier despite everything that happened on SmackDown. We'll see what happens throughout the week. We will be there and, you know, the rest of the way, if stuff like what happened on SmackDown happens, I will be here in a solo capacity one way or another if we can't record a show. So everyone, thanks so much for listening. You can follow us. On all platforms at Fresh Take 42 or We Talk Podcast. And until next time, folks, cheers and enjoy the day, people. Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.